Now it's time for Inspirational Women, and we meet Alexa Carlin, a motivational speaker and author of Adaptable, How to Lead with Curiosity, Pivot with Purpose, and Thrive Through Change. Alexa has a stunning story to share, and it's really important to see how the big challenges in our life can really be the opportunity to find our purpose and live our life to the highest degree. Alexa joins us to share how this has been the case in her own life. Alexa Carlin, good morning, and thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me. I am so honored, really, because I look at you as this very young woman who has packed in, uh, it feels like, many lifetimes into the life you're living right now, and, and it's not been easy. It's been quite a journey that you've experienced through your life. Yes, uh, definitely has been a challenging journey. And yet, you, I'm sure you have your down moments, but the way that you write and present yourself and all the work that you're doing, you just have this radiant smile and a very optimistic, positive approach to the world. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I've learned the hard way that our obstacles can do one of two things. They can hold us back or fuel us forward. And I realized that the decision always lies within. So, uh, you know, what's the alternative, I always ask. So what is interesting, and I love that philosophy, I embrace that. For you, how did that come to be? Was this the kind of nurturing you had at home as you grew up, uh, or was it a moment in time that you realized this is what what life was, is? Yeah, well, I've always, I mean, my parents are so supportive, but it was really through uh, a near-death experience when I was 21 years old that left me with a 1% chance to live and um, in a coma for six days in the ICU for 10. And then from that experience, I was diagnosed with a debilitating autoimmune disease. And it was through that journey of being so sick for months and then it turned into years that I realized like I have to change something. And I realized like nothing's going to change unless I do. And I was waiting, waiting to get healthy again, waiting until I healed my body, waiting and waiting and waiting. But with an autoimmune disease, just like many other things in life, like it's chronic, there's no cure for it. And I realized I'm going to be waiting forever. And so I decided that this autoimmune disease, yes, it's part of me, but it will not define me nor define what I can or cannot do. And I had to really learn how to adapt to living with this autoimmune and the past challenges and my current struggles that we all go through to then continue forward and, and pursue my dreams and goals, even while living through the obstacle, not waiting until we overcome it, but rather finding the opportunity through it. So that time of being so sick, you call it the divine storm, and you mentioned a near-death experience. Did that, in fact, happen? Did you literally die and have that experience and and be revived or just come back to life? Uh, so medically, I wouldn't say that uh, I, they were revived me. Um, but in the coma, I had my own experiences where 
uh, when my mom says the doctors, you know, gave me 24 hours to live. When I was in the coma, of course, I didn't know what was going on in reality, but I had my own experience of being in this very serene and peaceful place where I was running in this large open field of, of green, green grass with these beautiful orange mountains in front of me and, and surrounding me. And this color green, this color orange, like the colors were so vibrant that I always explain that they don't exist in this reality. It was almost like they were all alive and breathing and living. And here I was running, yet I wasn't in a body. I was this being of light running with the wind and feeling just so much at peace. Mm, that is so beautiful. It, I think if we do meditations, we might kind of touch on that, not have that full experience, because I would imagine never having been in a coma, but in a coma, you really are deep, deep away from the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I think back to a lot of the different things that I I really remember so, so vividly, like they are right here in this reality. And it's interesting to see how connected my thoughts and my visualizations and my dreams were with the reality of what was happening, yet yet the way that I saw it and viewed it was completely different. So it was very much this out-of-body experience, yet I never once was afraid that I was dying. That was not even part of any conscious thought. You were just in a like a blissful or joyful state. Yes, while I was in the coma. Now, when I woke up out of the coma, that was different. I woke up, I had a mask on my face, a tube down my throat, and I was hooked up to nine different bags of antibiotics. So I couldn't move, breathe, or speak on my own. And that was when the real you know, nightmare kind of set in. And I still didn't have that fear of like, did I die or am I dying? But instead, I had the fear, did I live? And what I mean by that is, did I live my life when I had the opportunity to live it? That, that's like this billion-dollar question. Did I do what I was put on this earth to be and and have and accomplish, I guess, right? Was yeah, it, and I think that's the question we all need to be asking, especially everything that we've been through the last two years. We're all waiting. and. The thing is, our life is still passing us by, and it's our job to make the most of it, regardless of the challenges and obstacles that we're hit with. So even before this happened, uh, this divine storm, being in the coma, uh, some years before that, uh, about four years before that, you're in high school, and you already were an entrepreneur. You had started a jewelry business. So it seems as though the seeds of that, of who you are, were you were already uh, working with them and growing them. Yeah. So when I was 17, I started my first real business. Um, as I, I say, I mean, I had the dog walking business. I had the handmade jewelry business growing up. But 17, I saw this company that was using fashion to help build schools in Africa and make these villages become self-sustainable, and I loved what they were doing. I was very passionate about the fashion industry. I thought that's the industry I wanted to work in, and I pitched my idea to design jewelry for this L.A.-based fashion company, and at 17, I became the sole licensee to do so, and that was really my first dive into seeing the power of turning an idea into a reality. 
that too feels so amazing that at 17, you had what it took or just knew how to go about this and, and create the business and reach out and, and be chosen. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that I have that someone else doesn't. It's just believing in yourself. And it's, you know, it, it's okay to feel fear. I always say I feel fear all the time, like all the time when I was pitching that idea when I was 17 to now, when I speak on stages, even though I've spoken on hundreds of stages and platforms, I still get scared every single time. And what I, what I tell people about that fear that stops so many from fulfilling their fullest potential is that that fear can be seen as a good thing. And when you shift your perception of the fear, then it helps you find the courage to move through it. So when I feel fear, it's not a sign like, oh, I'm not ready enough or good enough or talented enough, or I have to become something I'm not yet. But instead, it to me, fear means that you care about the outcome. And if you care about the outcome, you're going to be that much more successful and impactful doing whatever that thing is. And so, you know, I, again, always feel fear, but it's about understanding that fear is inevitable but listening to that fear is a choice. Mm-hmm. So it goes to what it, in your book, your book, Adaptable, how to lead with curiosity. So that's the thing, that fear, we need to be interested in it, not let it stall us and bury us, but use it then, use it as a, s- a stepping stone. Yes. Yeah, so Curiosity is such a big part of my life, and I don't think enough people are talking about the power in curiosity. So when I was really struggling with my autoimmune disease and feeling so much fear around the future, everyone told me to just have hope. And I couldn't find any hope because my autoimmune disease does not have a cure. It's something you have to live with forever, just like mental health challenges, just like Uh, death, just like losing a loved one, just like, you know, there's so many things that we have to live with for a long period of time, if maybe forever, that we think that, oh, well, you know, because of this, I now can't do something or now can't be completely happy or I have to wait and to overcome something. And so when people said just have hope, I was like, well, now what? (laughs) Because I don't have any hope that this is going to get completely better. So at this time, I decided to exchange hope with curiosity, and I became so curious to what may happen if I don't give up, what may happen if I wake up one more day, go to one more doctor, try one more different health remedy, one more meditation, whatever it may be, and that curiosity eventually led me to rediscovering the hope within and to understand that that fear was always with me, but it didn't stop me because I was so curious to what may happen if I kept on going. And I used that same fuel in my business, in my career to achieve everything I have, right? What if the next video I put out is the one that captures someone's attention and takes me to the next level? What if this next interview is it? What if this next pitch does the job or lands the gig or lands the deal? And so when you're hit with rejection after rejection, that curiosity helps you not give up. And and so there's a rejection, but something has been learned, right? And and opens at least a a crack in the door window to go to the next step. Yeah, well, it's it's learning more about 
who you are. It's learning how to listen to your intuition. It's learning how to create your own doors of opportunity, right? So if no one opens the door for you, I always say build your own. It's the same thing I did along my speaking journey. When I started wanting to share my story as a speaker, I pitched 60 different local organizations to speak for free at these small little events. And I received 60 letters of rejection and I was so discouraged. And for a long time, I allowed that to define what I was able to do. I I thought I couldn't be a speaker if no one was giving me an opportunity to speak. But then I realized, you know, I needed to create my own stage. So when no one gave me a stage, I created my own. And it's the same thing with anything. You have to take back control of your own life and your own um, opportunities and create them. And so you may never realize that there is so much power in your voice, in your story, in the challenges that you have gone through. You may never know the reason, but there's always that possibility of that next thing being the thing that changes your entire life for the better. It's just so amazing and intriguing and it's because any of us could really feel just devastated and and feel helpless but you were seeing your story and it's it's a it's an important story and I love stories I think most of us love stories what was it Alexa in your story that you felt needed to be shared well when I was trying to heal um, from my past trauma with post-traumatic stress as well as figuring out how to live with this autoimmune disease, I would go and I was healing, trying to heal my body, but also my mind. And I would see all these different amazing speakers and best-selling authors. And every time they spoke, they had a similar pattern where they spoke on something that they went through in the past, whether it was like alcohol or drug abuse, um, struggles with their family, uh, financial loss, health issues, whatever it was, it was always a challenge from their past. Then they shared how they overcame it and then the steps how other people can do the same thing. And while this advice would be transformational for someone trying to heal from the past, for me sitting in the audience, I felt worse when I left those stages and those events because I, again, was like, well, I'm never, I'm going to heal from my near-death experience. That's in my past, but this autoimmune is forever with me. And so that really led me to wanting to share my story because I felt like there was a strong message in that to help people understand and realize that you can pursue your dreams, you can achieve your goals, you can uh, really live a life that you desire even while going through the challenges and obstacles. And the key to that is to learn how to adapt so regardless of the odds stacked against you, you can always move forward. Again, so incredible. And and really in the in going through those early stages of the autoimmune disease, and I think the curiosity must have led you to writing then a book. I mean, here's a whole other adventure and opportunity to find something that was going to be not just healthy then for you, but that was important, but was going to help a lot of other people as well. Yeah, I mean, it's been my dream since I'm 10 years old to be a published author. So mm. it's definitely uh, a, a dream come true and, and the first of hopefully many books to come. But this book really 
is a super vulnerable share of different stories that have been uh, that link to lessons that have been transformational in my life. And so it's told through a storytelling lens and it's all real crazy stories from not only just experiences in the coma, but to in crazy encounters with celebrities in different countries and how that led me to learning different lessons to hard experiences of I've, I've had to deal with, with my mom or family or friends and different lessons that really resonate with, everyone, um, like, uh, lessons around resentment, around fear, around building confidence, around, um, uh, you know, losing people, uh, around being okay when, you know, friends leave you when you're going through challenges. And, and there's so many different things that have really changed my life. And so I wanted to share in a story in, in this book, to help others perceive their life differently. So it, again, empowers you versus holds you back. And so part of that empowerment and, and the stories that you, you do share is, as you said just a little earlier, about then creating your own stage. If you were not going to get an opportunity as a speaker on someone else's stage for some event, you created your own Uh how did that just come to you as inspiration? Uh, how how did that happen? So when I um when when this time was happening, I had a blog, a blog that I started in college, and so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to put on my own event under my blog's name. And so I found a local venue that uh, would donate the space in uh, exchange for some promotion. I asked three of my friends who also had somewhat of a following online to come and my first event or to come and speak. And then I promoted it. And my first event, five people showed up, but I was so excited. I got to inspire five people. Mm -hmm. And then the next event, 15 people showed up. The next event, 30 people showed up. And soon enough, people in my audience started to see me speak and ask me to speak at their own events. So then this momentum began to build. And after a year of speaking for free, I landed my first paid gig. And then I started to really speak at some bigger events. But through that journey, I saw a big need for diverse women of different ages, backgrounds, and industries to really connect and collaborate and be in a community that truly supports them as well as empowers them to share vulnerably and use their voice to make an impact. And so that led me to starting my current business and my current venture, which is Woman Empower X. And we started through uh, hosting events at different convention centers in different cities around the country. And our first big conference in South Florida, we had over 1,500 people show up. What a difference from five. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and and that really also showed me the power of, of speaking because I didn't have a marketing budget. I used $2,000 from savings, put a down payment on the convention center, ran with the idea, and I just promoted it by sharing my story, by speaking anywhere and everywhere, both virtually on digital platforms and in person. And that led to word of mouth and that led to 1,500 people showing up. And that's why today... Woman Empower X, WEX, my company, is really focused on personal and professional development for women, really diving deep into helping women use their voice, their authentic voice, to share their story in order to grow their business and brand and achieve their goals and dreams, because it is what I believe the most powerful marketing vehicle there is. 
it is so inspiring. It, uh, just incredible. Your real passion, I guess, it, it, would you say it's passion? Just totally believing that this was a message that needed to come forward because, you know, less than a decade ago, you started, you know, paying with your own little platform and five people showing up to now, you know, having multiple cities where you're presenting WEX and having so many women uh, that are really touched and motivated by you. It's definitely fueled by passion, for sure. <laughs> Very passionate about what I do. And do you get feedback that that others who attend uh, these conventions pick up on that and and it does make a, a difference in their lives, whatever their path is? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard so many crazy, amazing stories of the impact of WEX from just uh, businesses finally being started where they registered an LLC on the spot at the event from an idea they've had for five plus years and taking that action to someone changing their entire life from being held back by the past from um, going through a very traumatic experience and uh, her friend dragging her to a WEX event and she seeing one person speak that ignited something inside of her. She went home that day, started writing her book and her story, and that was the healing process she needed to move forward from this past trauma she went through. And she shared that with me about four months later when she saw me speak at another event and she was on her way to publish her book and said how Wex changed her life. And there's so many other stories, but really it comes down to um, community support, the right tools, the right strategies, the right coaching, and that fuel that if, if she can do it, so can I, and there's enough room for all of us to be successful. So it goes back to that question that came to you when you came out of the coma about life and and dying and, and have you accomplished what you needed to. So does that come back to you? Do you does that question arise and, and how do you feel with what's going on now? Yeah, that question always comes back to mind. And and you know, I'm human, so there's of course times where I get caught up in whatever is bad happening or negative happening to me at that moment, even if it's super small and not making a huge impact to my life. But that's where I look back to that question of, you know, what really matters and, and am I living, you know, my true authentic life today and being present in the moment. And so that really helps me live a much fuller life, but it's, it's a continuous journey. I mean, for all of us. And I think, having the right people in your life and listening to the right podcast or reading the right books or watching the right videos, like all of that helps you get back to that positive mindset because it's so easy to get off track. And so you really do need these things in order to remind yourself of where you're going, what's important and that you matter. So this terrific book, Adaptable, How to Lead with Curiosity, Pivot with Purpose, and Thrive Through Change is really this opportunity for us. If we don't get to, well, we could see you online, but really in person or being at a conference would be a big difference. The book, I think, would be the next best thing to really get that 
inspiration and find what it is within ourselves that we're not living out in our lives. Yes, definitely the book is the best way to get started along this journey as well as connect deeper with the lessons that I teach in my speaking engagements and through my events uh, because this book really, I, I put my heart and soul into it. And some of the stories in the book, I've never actually even shared on stages because they're very vulnerable. It's very hard to share that, but I know that me being vulnerable really has the power to impact others in such a deeper way a transformational way. And so um, I, I highly would, I, I encourage and would love for anyone to grab a copy of Adaptable. And I hope we all do. Also, Thank checking you. out your, you're welcome, Alexa. So Alexa, there's also your website, which has a wealth of information and uh, great resources and, and how to get in touch with you and find you, that sort of thing. So let's mention that. Yeah, definitely check out alexacarlin.com. You can learn more about me, get links to where, um, you know, more about the book, as well as uh, connect with what we're doing over at Women Empower X. Uh, And then, of course, would love to connect with you on social media. I am at Alexa Rose Carlin all over social. I hang out on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube mostly um, and provide just uh, more inspiration and positivity over there. So you're really this energetic force. So you're doing so much and in so many different directions and touching others' lives. And, and I love how on your website it says you're on a mission to make a difference in at least one person's life each day. And I'm sure it's it's multiple persons. And if, you know, many of us looking at the website or reading the book, all of us are touched, so it's definitely more than one person. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I wonder about your health. So, as you said, it's a lifetime with this autoimmune disease. Are you are you strong and healthy and, and uh, doing well that way? I am. I'm the healthiest I've been uh, in the last probably, I think it's been eight years now. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for asking. Well, I am glad. And... And of course, you know, it's, we're maybe ha- we have a heightened awareness of that because, of course, in the last two years with with all the virus going on, you know, persons like yourself would be more vulnerable. But you've been healthy through all that. Yes. Luckily, okay. I have luckily and gratefully, I've been healthy through it all. Well, I'm I'm grateful. I think we all are grateful that you are because of your story and who you are and all that you're doing, making such a difference and and paving this path, showing by example what is possible, how anyone can do it, basically sharing your stories and the pitfalls, you know, the, the uh, uh, what, the cracks in the road when you jump over those, what, what can happen and what you can accomplish. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, it's really just such a privilege to be able to speak with you, Alexa. You are doing important and amazing work, and I'm so grateful that you've spent time with us this morning to give us some insights and encourage all of us to be really who we are meant to be. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. 
That brings us to the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Alexa Carlin and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Jimmy Stewart. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of noticing the precious gift of life we have and deciding how we will use this life in this world. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.